Women Taking the Lead, Episode 38. How can I collaborate? How can I bring other people in and get more support around me for these passions and these projects? Because they go so much further that way. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. This episode is sponsored by Luma Coaching. Want some support to get your dreams off the ground? Go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Kamala Chambers, who is an intimacy coach, launch strategist, best-selling author, and co-host of the Lasting Love Connection podcast and Thriving Launch podcast. She supports entrepreneurs and coaches through every stage of their launch, and in Lasting Love Connection, her work is designed to help you understand the roadblocks to self-love and identifying the tools necessary to obtain the connection you desire in your relationships. Kamala, that's only a little intro for everyone, so tell us more about you and your own humble beginnings. Oh, it's so great to be here. And I just, uh, I love what you're doing. I feel like this work for women is so important. And, um, you know, I came from a background of, of growing up with all men, <laughs> a lot of older brothers and male uncles. And so it's really, it's important for me to like find my strength. And I think that, uh, my desire to get on top and and to be successful kind of comes from feeling like I was the runt in a pack of wolves. <laughs> so <laughs> so that was a real blessing in my early life. And so I feel like that desire to achieve greatness in my life has just propelled amazing things, incredible things to happen in my life. Yes. And I was, as I was telling you before the show, I've been, you know, following your stuff and checked out your website. I'm so impressed with the look and feel of everything. So you've clearly had success in your life and you've definitely gained some confidence, but take us back to a time when you were playing small and you may not have been aware of it at the time. Share with us the story and the lessons you learned. Well, you know, there's always these moments. Uh, i I can't say always, but throughout my years, there are these moments that I find where I do play small. And even, even now, you know, there's these times where I am playing small in my life and I, I need to evaluate how, how, what, what do I need to do to either rev up and, and step more into my greatness or to really just relax into my femininity and receive. And then, you know, not too long ago, I, um, this is a really vulnerable story story for me to share, but I went to Bali and I had been studying with this mentor for about six years and we all lived in a community house together and we were working together and we were putting on retreats together. And I flew to Bali to continue that work, but I felt like I wasn't, it wasn't completely in alignment with me to to continue. It just, something felt inherently off about going deeper into that work with that particular group of people. And when I got there, what, what happened is, uh, my mentor basically said, well, I don't, 
I actually don't want to work with you anymore. And like, I just kind of shrank, I shrank down and I just packed my bags and I moved to, you know, then we went to Thailand and the Philippines and stuff. And I feel like that time of my life was, it's pretty fresh, you know, it was like a moment where I had an opportunity to really listen to my intuition, to feel into what was right for me and also to stand up for myself in, um, him kind of like shunning me or like, you know, saying I'm done with you. And, and I didn't. And, um, I just, I like that lives inside of me and I get to have more compassion for myself all the time about that experience. Wow. Oh, that (laughs) I'm feeling it right now. (laughs) I'm like with you. The crazy thing about this story is that's where you were going anyway. Like your intuition had already told you like, this isn't the work you need to be doing. This isn't the person you need to be doing the work with, but because he rejected you. (laughs) Right. Or first, like it's kind of like a relationship. Like they did it first. It, it was a blow. Yeah. Um, And it feels like a rejection, even though it's where you needed to go anyway. Uh, it's so, it's so amazing too. Um, and I imagine as a woman, I'm, I'm reaching here and correct me if I'm wrong. Part of what makes me wonder that even though your intuition was telling you to, you know, kind of end this relationship, go in a different direction, like you continued out a, sen- a sense of loyalty or not wanting to hurt this person or, or that, and then turn the tables. Now it's happening to you. Yeah. You know, and that can feel like a betrayal. Yeah, and that's the way I I really took it. You know, I took it really hard. I just to be really clear about that. I, I did take it very hard. And um and it was my sense of loyalty to to go and um the amazing thing about that question though, I knew it was coming. I knew you were going to ask me that. That's what you ask your guests, which is so amazing. And the incredible thing about it is that it kind of made me flip through my life and flip through, okay, what are, where, where was I playing small and where was I being weak and not standing up for myself? And I just kept landing on these incredible moments of strength, which is so amazing to, you know, I'm, I'm still like in a place of, of really wanting to nurture myself and, and kind of recover from all of the experiences that I had with that community. And so just asking that question and preparing for that question really helped me to land into a feeling more of my strength and how amazing I am. And it's like, I can accomplish such incredible things. And when is it ever enough? You know, that's, I think that's something a lot of women struggle with is that we do such amazing things, but it's that feeling of, Oh, I finally done enough to feel right. like I'm enough. Yes. No, I was just talking with someone about this this weekend of how we we do amazing things and we dismiss it. Like we immediately come up with a reason why it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> but anyone could do it. Oh, I did this great thing, but you know what other people have done it too, so it's not that big of a deal. And it's you're so right when you can just finally take a moment and stop and realize like how strong you are, how amazing you are, what you've overcome and what you've done and just appreciate yourself. 
that has a completely different energy and it feels really good. Ah, Kamala, thank you so much for sharing that. Now, share with us a time in your journey when you had a wake-up call. Take us back to that moment and share with us the steps that you took that led to your success. Oh, there's so many, so many failures, so many successes, so many wake-up calls. Um, The one that's coming up right now is I moved out to this little cabin in the woods that was on the, on the um, west side of San Juan Island where the orca whales come by and the beautiful sunsets off of Washington State. And it was just, it was such a magical place. And I decided that I was going to write a book when I went there. And I sat down to start writing. And I swear to you, I cried for two months straight. I just like woke up and I was crying. And I went to bed crying. And that the process of trying to write it was so painful for me. And I remember going to the ocean side and looking out over the waters and the sun was setting and there I was crying yet again and just feeling all of the grief of all of the things that I feel like I just didn't measure up or I wasn't you know all the pain that I hadn't really processed in my life and this all of a sudden I hear a stick break and I look up and there's this tiny baby fawn this little baby deer and everything froze. I swear that the tear on my cheek even froze. And that little baby deer, it just came right up to me about an inch from my nose. And it started stiffing me and I, I couldn't even breathe. And there we were staring into each other's eyes. And I just knew that life is magical. When I just allow myself to be with whatever I'm feeling, and I really dip back down into the moment that everything is going to be all right, that this too is going to pass. And that if I can just be with what I'm feeling and be present to what is, there's magic. You know, there's true magic in life. And so that that little fawn gave me that gift and it went on its way. And that really turned things around for me. And, um, you know, there's a lot of moments after that where I had wake-ups, but that was a big one. And I actually uh, put that book on hold and then launched it last year. So that was uh, really a, a good thing for me to just feel what I was feeling at that time and then pick it up later and, and really dive into it when I felt like I had all the pieces that were missing. Oh my God, what an amazing experience to just, and you allowed yourself to just be in the moment too, to have that experience. Like what a gift that was. And I know some people listening to this are like, wow, to cry for two months, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like I, I just wouldn't do it, but there, you know, I'm reading, um, I'm in the middle of a book right now. Um, the untethered soul. I can't remember the author, Mm -hmm. but he talks about this, about how, you know, when we've been suppressing pain experiences, right? When we're, when we reject feeling pain, when we're trying to deny it, we actually hold on to it in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way to be free of it and to release it, because everything that reminds us of that experience renews the pain and only causes more pain. And the only way to get away from it is to just 
have the experience and let it go. And that if we could do this in the moment, it w- we wouldn't suffer. We'd feel pain, but we wouldn't suffer over it. And it would fade and it would move on and a new experience would come in. And as you were telling your story, it just gave me the experience that like you had just put yourself in a place where just all of it started coming up and started releasing. And then to have this final moment to realize that you just need to be in the experience. You just need to let things go and experience what's in the moment for you. That's freedom. Mm. All of that. I love that so much because I really am a big believer that all of that gets stored in our bodies. And part of the reason we don't express is because we're afraid of what's going to happen. Maybe it will consume us or maybe we'll just go too deep and too far into it. And one thing I've really been uh, working with lately is that it, we don't have to make, we don't have to carry the pain on. We can just have the feeling and then it can be gone. You know, it doesn't have to be two months. It could just be 15 seconds that that feeling comes up. We feel it and then it can move out of us. Yes. Yes. And even the good experiences too. It's also not incredibly healthy to latch on to good experiences from the past because that closes you from having new really good experiences in the present and in the future. Um, so it goes, it's so just overall, it's just really important to have the experience for whatever it is you'd like learn from it or enjoy it and then let it go and allow a new experience to come in. Oh my gosh, Kamala, we could talk about this forever, but <laughs> <laughs> what I want everyone to get is there is no one way to lead. We're all different and we're going to lead differently. So how would you describe your leadership style? Oh, well, I really am a huge believer that everyone should follow what their gifts are and what their passion is. So that's what I really try to set people up for is to go after what their passion is to really harness that and utilize that. Because when you're working with a group of people and you call people into their greatness and everybody's really doing what they're great at, then magic can happen. Amazing things and incredible prosperity. So that's something that I love to encourage people to to do is to find their gifts, harness those gifts and utilize them because nobody else, not a single person in this world can do what you do in the way that you do it. And I think there's something so incredible about all of us having the opportunity to really do what we're joyful about. And you think, oh, well, then then maybe like the website updating wouldn't get done. But that's not true. Like you, you'd be surprised at what people can find their bliss in. Mm. And Kamala, if you don't mind me asking, what is something you do to help people draw out of them some of their natural gifts and abilities and passions so that they are joyful in the work that they're doing? Um, I'd love to give a tool away. I Let me see if I'll tell you what I do and then maybe there'll be a tool in here that people can apply for themselves. But I love to sit with people and just keep asking them questions about what they're, where they're feeling the inspiration. And I think the most important thing is to feel what is feeling most alive in your own body. When do you feel the most lit up and you feel the most clear and the most filled with joy? 
And I'm a big believer that if we follow that passion and that joy and that aliveness moment by moment, then we're always following our passion. We're always following our gifts. And that's what leads us to greatness. And what is one thing you're working on right now that you're really excited about? Oh, gosh, I just I I am so, so excited about our podcasts. Um, those to me are so special that we with the Lasting Love Connection podcast, we get to sit down with our biggest heroes. And it's incredible. I mean, I'm I'm amazed at the guests that we have coming on that, you know, that maybe I've been following their work for years or I've read all their books. And then we get to have that time with them. It's so special. And then our other podcast for entrepreneurs, that's just so cool because it's like, we're just giving away the like you have an online business, these are the steps to take. We have experts in each industry. So those two things are just really lighting me up right now and and helping people with their online launch strategies. How are they going to take their business online or how are they going to launch a product online? I When I connect with people who are heart-centered and excited and passionate and they believe in what they're doing and they're motivated to help people, that is where I get lit up. That's where I feel the most excitement. I feel like I'm making the biggest difference. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> it's so apparent. <laughs> now, Kamala, I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup. So tell us, what is one practice that makes you a better leader? I think one practice for me is as simple as taking some deep breaths and just Noticing my own body and really feeling into what feels right for me moment by moment and following where that passion is, where the joy is. Because if I'm following the inspiration, then everything I'm doing is led by inspiration, which luckily I'm pretty dang motivated as a person. So it's, uh, you know, sometimes I'll just like, I don't want to work for a week and I'll, the inspiration will go towards making kimchi in my home and, you know, doing probiotic drinks and stuff like that. And then sometimes the inspiration is towards traveling and sometimes the inspiration is towards working 18 hours a day on a project. So I know that sounds kind of out of balance, but I feel like it's really important for me to follow the inspiration and to follow the passion every step of the way. Mm, no, I, one one theme that comes up time and again um, for me and, and for some of the people I've been talking to is, you know, that we all have seasons and we have ebbs and flows. And, you know, you can't get too caught up in some of the quote unquote wisdom out there about having structure and schedules and all that. All of that is great if it's in alignment with where you are. But like you said, I've had similar experiences where I'm all in on work and I don't want to do anything else because I'm so excited and I'm so lit up and I'm so into it. And that's the time for me to go headlong and crank in, uh, crank out a lot of work. And then there are times when I'm done. <laughs> I want to go do something else. I want to do something, you know, and it could be like house cleaning. It doesn't have to be like a quote unquote break, but it might be like spending some time with friends or get 
be more physically active. Like that's what I'm really into. And I find that when I follow those ebbs and flows, I'm way more productive than when I try to fight them and do what I, what I'm doing because that's what was on the calendar that day. Um, so I can completely align with that. That's a great tip. And what is one book that you would recommend to a woman to help her develop her leadership? Oh, there are so many good ones. Um, you know, I love just the simplicity of the four agreements. That's a really, I mean, I'm sure a lot of your listeners have probably already read it. And it doesn't seem like a leadership book, but just finding the principles of not taking things personally and always doing your best, you know, those simple principles are are just really beautiful. And I, I even love that book on audio. It's, it's really well done. Mm, our last guest just recommended this book <laughs> as well. And I think somebody else did too. And I've recommended it when I've been on other shows because you're right, it's very simple. But this book changed my life. It came into my life at the perfect time. I was completely stressed out and didn't realize it around how I was managing myself and my relationships and all of that. And when I read the book, the tools were so simple and it was so enlightening that I don't think I've been the same person ever since. So I love that book. And so it can be recommended over and over again, as far as I'm concerned. And Kamala, knowing what you know now, if given a chance to go back and do anything differently, what would you change? I would get more support around me. You know, I, I felt very driven to do things like, okay, now I'm going to build a house. Now I'm going to travel the world. Now, you know, now I'm going to lead this huge event and I'm going to write this book. You know, I've been very motivated to accomplish things. And what I would love for myself and that's something that I'm working with more and more is how can I collaborate? How can I bring other people in and get more support around me for these passions and these projects? Because they go so much further that way. And that's one thing I feel so blessed about right now is to be collaborating with uh, my co-host, Louise Congdon. And we're, we're creating projects together and doing launches together, which is really special for me, really important for me to be collaborating in that way and getting support from a larger team as well. Mm, That's really important, having a strong network around you. And I know I'm more motivated and stay more engaged when when I'm working with other people as well. So that's a great, great tip for anyone listening as well. And Kamala, share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. I want to go back to follow your passion every step of the way, and you'll always be filled with passion. And I really um, find that significant because sometimes the passion wanes. Sometimes I don't know what to do with myself, and I'm just present with that. Okay, well, right now I'm just gonna I'm gonna just be with what is in this moment, and I think. Um, the de- the motivation and the dedication to staying connected with my passion really supports me moving forward and the dedication to also doing what needs to be done and feeling what needs to be felt each moment is so important for the way that I want to live my life and, and the lifestyle that I live. 
And lastly, what is the best way for our listeners to connect with you? Well, I'm so excited to connect with all of you. The best way is you could head over to lastingloveconnection.com. We have a podcast there. We have resources for if you're in a relationship and to support you with that. Or if you're an entrepreneur or a coach and you want some support with your online um, endeavors, you can go to thrivinglaunch.com and connect with me there. And that's a great way. And we have a lot of awesome shows and resources there. Mm. And you can find all the links and resources shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com, or you can use the short link, which is womentl.com. Kamala, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Oh, thank you so much. It's so amazing to be on your incredible show. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Were you inspired to take some action today, but maybe don't know where to start? Or maybe you have so many great ideas you can't decide where to focus your attention. Don't let stress or overwhelm stop you from having the career, the business, or the life you want to live. Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching or use the short link womentl.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.